see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, it's like worth living, should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a Negro. Pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a hero. Get it back to the kids who the hell cares. One less hungry mouth on the welfare. First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers. Give him guns, step back, watch him kill each other. It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead. I got love for my brothers, but we can never go nowhere unless we share with each other. We gotta start making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how I was supposed to be. I can never take a brother if he's close to me. Uh, I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then it changed. That's the way it is. Come on, come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Changes. All I see is racist faces. Misplaced hate makes disgrace to racist. We under. I wonder what it takes to make this one better place. Let's erase the waste. Take the evil out the people. They'll be acting right. It's both black and white. And smoke a crack tonight. And the only time we chill is when we kill each other. It takes skill to be real time to heal each other. And although it seems evident, we ain't ready to see a black president. Uh, it ain't a secret or conceal the fact. The penitentiary's packed and it's filled with blacks. But some things will never change. Try to show another way, but staying in the dope game. Now tell me what's a mother to do. Being real don't appeal to the brother in you. You gotta operate the easy way. I made a G today. But you made it in a sleazy way. Sell it back to the kids. I gotta get paid. But hey, well, that's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah, you gotta make a change. It's time for us as a people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat. Let's change the way we live. And let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we gotta do to survive. And still I see no changes. Can a brother get a little peace? It's warm on the streets and a war in the Middle East. Instead of war on poverty, they got a war on drugs so the police can bother me. And I ain't never did a crime I ain't have to do. But now I'm back with the facts, giving it back to you. Don't let them jack you up, back you up, crack you up, and pip smack you up. You gotta learn to hold your own. They get jealous when they see you with your mobile phone. But tell the cops I can't touch this I don't trust this When they try to rush, I bust this That's the sound number two You say it ain't cool But mama didn't raise no fool And as long as I stay black I gotta stay strapped And I never get to lay back Cause I always gotta worry about the payback Some buck that I roughed up way back Coming back after all these years Right tat 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 That's the way it is uh. That's just the way it is
All right, so uh, thank you guys for watching and listening to another episode of the Just Tells Podcast. My name is Jamal. I'm your host, and I'm here with two of my friends and my co-hosts, Danny and Freddie. Uh, today, we have uh, probably one of the more important podcasts that we're probably ever going to record. Um, we're also starting off a little bit later, uh, way later than we normally do. We, I don't know, we, we don't necessarily have to be this, like, transparent and honest, but we normally record at, like, uh, 8, 9, 10, the latest is when we're starting, at least. Um, we're starting at, like, 11, 20. So, this is normally not normal for us. We Bear um, with us. <laughs> <laughs> a little, like, technical difficulties and stuff like that, so uh, we're figuring it out. It's been a while since I've set a lot of this equipment up so i'm starting i've forgotten a little bit of it um so there's that um and uh yeah but while we were waiting and trying to figure this stuff out uh we did find out that chad bozeman passed away uh rest in peace to chad bozeman um an incredible actor extremely humble person um it says that he was unfortunately battling with colon cancer uh he had what stage he Stage three, stage four, um, colon cancer. So, um, yeah, that he was just such a humbling person. So, don't want to spend too much time. Just want to give him his respect because, um, over the past couple of years, uh, I, I'd say more than a couple of years, uh, he's been giving us quality content with movies, um, and showing his range. Uh, so yeah. Just want to say uh, rest in peace, um, prayers to his family, friends, uh, anybody that he made an impact on. I know he went to a lot of colleges and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, you guys want to say anything quick for him or? I mean, he had a lot of, um, I'm sure he had a lot of fans from the younger, you know, age kids. Just for the simple fact of being Black Panther, you know. Um, so, you know, for the kids, it's probably going to be um, a tough one, you know, given everything that's going on in this world, you know. So, I mean, rest in peace. And, you know, sometimes we think about life and we think it goes so fast. We want to be at a certain part of our, our lives and we really don't even know, like, you know, if we're even going to make those, you know, live up to those goals or, like, even go to that part of our lives. Like, life is really too too short. Like, we were all just enjoying ourselves. We were setting up, like Jamal said. <clears throat> we were setting up, and to hear the news, it was just, you know, it, it slapped the mood entirely. Um, but it's just, a, you know, Sad, you know, yeah. no nobody wants to hear the, that that type of information. <clears throat> you got any... Nah, I, don't, I just I just don't handle death right, like, well. Yeah. But just rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Sad, Bozeman. Um. So yeah, just like we said, I I don't want to really repeat. And this episode already wasn't going to be. On like a laughy, gittery, 
is that the I don't even know if that's the word jittery <laughs> yeah. or whatever it's, yeah. it is. Like it wasn't it was already wasn't gonna be on that kind of vibe. So being that it started off with some unfortunate news because we found out about it the way that we found out about it. Um and the timing of it, like I said, is not something that we typically record this late and it was announced extremely late. Um so I wanna start with trying to think of what I want to start with first. Do we start with, um, do we jump right into it and talk about, uh, go into more sad news and talk about like this whole Jacob Blake thing? Or do we start with like Joe Budden and start a little bit slower with something else that we can actually have like a regular conversation on? Um, To be honest, I feel like we should knock this out now and try to ease our way to like, you know, uh, healthier you know, conversation towards the end, you know, right. instead of like having to dive back into it. All right. That works for me. Um, I had uh, some things that I wanted to, to play before we started talking about it. So. Now, six inches. You feel, <laughs> you feel however, that uh, that we're making progress in, in this country. No, and no, no, no. I, I will never say that progress is being made. If you stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches, there's no progress. Mm -hmm. You pull it all the way out. That's not progress. The progress is healing the wound that the blow that the blow made, and they haven't even begun to pull a knife out, much less try and pull, uh, heal the wound. You have, have you have? They won't even admit the knife is there. <laughs> Damn. There are many white people who mean right and in heart want to do right, but there are so few. If ten thousand rattlesnakes was coming down that aisle now, and I had a door here I could shut, and in that 10,000, 1,000 meant right. 1,000 rattlesnakes didn't want to bite me. I knew they were good. Should I let all these rattlesnakes come down, hoping that that 1,000 get together and form a shield? Or should I just close the door and stay safe? I think that... The, you understand? The I Viet Cong are not all bad, but America's still dropping bombs. In Hiroshima, Japan wasn't bad, but she still dropped the bomb. In Korea, they weren't bad, but they still dropped the bomb. So now I'm going to forget the 400 years of lynching and killing and raping and depriving my people of freedom, justice, equality, first fire, last hire, the lowest of low, last suspected, and I'm going to look at two or three white people who are trying to do right and don't see the other million trying to kill me. <laughs> I'm not that big of a fool, and I'm not going to deny it. I believe everything. I didn't really tell the guys before we got here um, with talking about Jacob Blake. I came more to, I, I know I have it posted online. Um, that I had a lot to say, and I didn't really tell you guys that. Um, I it, for me this was more of a ranting time. Like I, I want to hear what you guys have to say and stuff like that. But for me, it's more of like a of a rant. You know what I mean? Um, so if you guys somehow, some way don't know, I I don't know how it's possible at this point. But if you somehow live under a rock and don't know what's going on in the world. Um, the other day, I think that was Monday, or Sunday, rather, the 23rd, uh, a guy by the name is Jacob Blake, uh, he was, the report, as the report goes, because we weren't there, uh, as the report goes, that he went somewhere, uh, to break up a fight, or he, he I'm not sure if he was driving there, or he was going there intentionally to stop the fight, or break up the fight, there's no official report, um, at that is at least that I've seen, uh, and in the 
event of him trying to break up the fight, uh, the police came. I said that, I think they said that there was a report of a little bit of a scuffle or disagreement of something. Um, and then the video starts. It shows that I guess they tried to tase him. I guess the taser didn't work. Um, and then he proceeded to walk back to his car where his kids were. Uh, and when he opened up the car door, a police officer shot him in the back seven times. Um, thankfully and luckily, he's alive. Um, but he's unfortunately now paralyzed from the waist down for the rest of his life. At least that's what they're saying. Um, most of the time, those things is permanent. Sometimes people are able to overcome and become a little bit more, quote-unquote, normal. Um, like I said, I want to do use this time to be like a little bit more of a rant. Um, I don't want to... Uh, I didn't come here today to record this. I knew that this would be important, and I didn't want to come here and uh, say anything and try to be politically correct. You know what I mean? This is not... After it's been happening over and over again, and then having the situation of uh, that white kid go out there and shoot those two people. The 17-year-old? Yeah, and kill those two people. And people are trying to, like, justify it. Like, if you Google vigilante, they they called that white kid a, a vigilante. Yeah, he wasn't a vigilante. You know what I mean? But they called him a vigilante and that he was trying to help the police doing something that he had no business being out there doing in the first place. But yet they're trying to make Jacob Blake seem like he was a rapist from some past allegations and stuff like that. Like, that has nothing to do yeah, with Yeah, didn't he that. have, like, a sex charge or something? Yeah. That's what they're saying. But it's like it has nothing to do with what's going on. You know what I mean? And they're trying to make that um, little boy, because he's 17, mind you, uh, they 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 show their, hypo- their uh, what's it called? Hypocrisy all the time. Because they call Trayvon Martin a man. He was 17. But they keep calling him a little boy, little kid. And it's like, nah, like, He's not a kid. Like he you know exactly what the fuck he was exactly. doing. Exactly. Like he, he drove car. from Indiana to Wisconsin with his gun. Like why else to protect what? Come on, to protect land? Get out of here. Like what? What type of business he has going over there to protect a business? To try to become a cop. And why is it right that a cop just automatically trying to stop somebody is his first thought is to shoot and kill somebody? So that's what portraying a cop is to them exactly you're reporting that he was trying to be a vigilante trying to be a cop and you're basically saying that it's okay for him to use his gun that he first of all isn't even old enough to be using exactly and kill two people but like i said i i didn't really come here to be friendly i know i have a lot of white friends i have a lot of friends of different races or not only friends allies whatever you want to say of what your relationship you think that you have with me i did not come here to be politically correct today and i really don't i really don't care at this point of my life and thinking about it extremely thorough and seeing stuff go back and forth in a cycle um it's we want change and I applaud everybody that go out and do protests. Danny and I have done protests. Um, I'm, Freddie's job is a little complicated, so it's hard <laughs> for him to do protests, so I'm not going to hold it against him. 
Um, but we've been out there, whether it's events where it helped people register to vote um, in regular protests, you know what I mean? We've been out there, and I support, and I agree with everybody going out to do that. But at this point, we've done it the peaceful way how many times? And it's stuff is still happening. The NBA players went and they sat out, and they sat out two days. Each team basically sat out one game, and now they're going back to playing. By the time you hear this, the NBA season will be already continuing, because I'll probably post this by Monday. Um, and it's like, all right. So for it to be ignored, basically, that's basically what's going to happen. People are going to go out there, and they're going to focus on people that are going to start looting and robbing and doing whatever it is and trying to cause attention. And it's like, all right, that's not enough. For me, the way that I see it, and I've been thinking about it a lot, what I think that we have to do is a step further. Um, my I posted this other report that just ha- that happened. I'm not sure how long ago because I'm pretty sure that I felt like I've seen it before. Uh, there's this guy. I don't know the full story. I saw the video because all you really do need to do is see the video of the guy. He's standing there. He gets pulled over. His hand is behind his head. You saw this video? And his hands are behind his head. Oh, yeah, and they yeah. tase him. And the taser, guess, didn't work. I guess he's a little bit stronger. Tasers don't work on everybody. Sometimes that's why you got to get tased more than once. And the taser didn't work. So I guess they thought that he was going to drop, and he didn't drop. He didn't even react. That's not against the law to not react to a taser. Like, you don't have to drop as soon as you get tased. That's, there's no law to that. Just don't do anything. And he wasn't. And being that he didn't drop, cop kicked him in his back and tried to drop him to the ground. And it's like, you tell us to comply, stuff still happens. The, Jacob Blake was not being detained because if he was being detained, they would have never let him get all the way back to his car. You're a little kid in a store playing with a toy gun, you get shot. You get pulled over for a regular traffic stop. And you get arrested, taken back to a police department, and then they tell you that you committed suicide when you had no prior history of having any suicidal thoughts. And we want change. And I understand that marching and stuff does that, and you have a leader. Like, Martin Luther King was a leader, but what came of it? They gave him a holiday. They gave some streets named after him. And then 57 years later, because today is the day, 57 years later, when he did the I Have a Dream speech, we're still fighting for the same thing. And mind you, that's what they're doing right now with the Black Lives Matter. Like, they, they gave us some avenues, Black, Li- Li- Black Lives Matter a- avenues. Um, and they did they- it out of spite for Donald Trump. Uh, don't, don't let the narrative get mixed up. People are doing it because it's a popular thing to do, and they're doing it to spite Donald Trump because a lot of people don't like him. I like the idea, but at the same time, I you, you can see right through it. Yeah, right? exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's kind of it's it's spiteful. And people, but there's people that don't got that, and they feel like, oh, you know what? Look, they're getting. Oh, look, they're they're helping the cause. You know, the change is coming. Oh, change is coming. You know. Oh, look, Black Lives Matter street. That's cool. You know, we're we're seeing change, and it's like, nah, <laughs> we're not. Like, we got to see more change. That's not the change we want to see. We want to see. We want to see systematic change. We want to, you know, get treated equally. Like, why is that so hard to understand? 
and, and my my thing about it now is we're we're asking people for change, and we're seeing that we're demanding change. But at this point, we're demanding change for people that don't give a fuck. Honestly, like just blatant, blatantly out. We just just say it. People that don't give a fuck. We're asking people that don't care, that don't have to face these things. We're asking them for help. We're asking them for change. Fuck are they gonna change? They don't care. You know what I mean? I mean, we're, we're sitting a- there. We're we're sitting there watching people talk. Well, first of all, first of all, Donald Trump did his fucking thing yesterday, accepting his. Being the person for the Republicans that's going to be president or whatever, he did that shit. Mm-hmm. He was out there for an, for 70-something minutes. It was like 70, 70, 74, 75 minutes they calculated yeah. it. He didn't mention that shit once, but apparently he's done more for the black community than any president has done since Abraham Lincoln, which was, Yo, that's a shot right there. I be hearing shit like that all the time. No, he said that. It came out of his mouth. It wasn't, it, that wasn't like some... He said Yo, that. wait. He said, he, he said that out of his. He mind. had he had he had the facts. Bro, no, he doesn't. He that nigga he doesn't never. fact check anything. He he <laughs> said it out of his mouth. Now that's crazy. But we know that Donald Trump is a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, we know. So he's I'm a not liar. gonna I'm not gonna harp on Donald Trump. We have people that are running for the Democratic Party. We have Kamala Harris. Kamala Kamala. But we yeah, Kamala. Sort of point that I don't know how to say her name last episode. And Joe Biden. Who have also posted and said that they agree with the NBA players not playing and taking a stand for something that you believe in. And they say that continue to do that and we're here for you. Joe Biden said, oh, I spoke to Jacob Blake's family and we're going to get justice for your son. So they're going to bring him back to life? I mean, Jacob Blake is still alive, so. Oh, I mean, no, I mean, no I'm going to say, um, so they're going to make his legs work? That would be justice. Bro. They said that... It's not justice. That would not be justice. It wouldn't. Just, justice would be bringing the cop in that shot him seven times in the back. Justice would be getting yeah, that... Right. Justice would be shooting that cop in the head. Like I said, I didn't come here to be nice to anybody. I didn't come to sugarcoat and try to beat around the bush with what I want to say. There... Those are people that if they wanted to make change and when they're speaking, if you want to be president, you would put you would use that moment that you have this platform to show that you care for people and you would explain how you feel and what do you want to do or what are you going to do? Not do you want to do. What are you going to do to make a difference to what are you going to do to make a change? You know what I mean? And they did not do that. They just basically said the same thing that anybody else can say about stand and make a change together. But at this point, it sounds like people are just talking. That's how it sounds to me. People, it just, it literally just sounds like people are trying to keep the conversation going, hoping that the conversation will lead to some sort of change, but no real change. And people are saying, go, go out there and vote. And I agree. Yes, you do want to get people in in the office to vote. I mean, that you want in there or we think that we want in there. But I've said it time and time again that we can get people in there and they might not, if if they don't have the backing, which is one thing, but also get in there and they don't care. Like I said, that was a whole conversation of us talking about Kamala Harris last week or last time we recorded. You get people in there that don't care. They get there and they're, they're on their own agenda. 
And you're probably wondering where I'm trying to go with all this, and I'm trying to mention all these things. <laughs> and you probably like get to the point already. But what I'm trying to say is that it's going to take more, and what more is what we have to do is actually take the shit over and recreate it ourselves. Start a whole new shit. Take that over and don't worry about it and reorganize it all together. Whether we take it by force or however it is that you do it. You can't keep doing it the same way. Trying to peaceful protest, march, petitions. That shit don't work. It works for a moment. It's a moment in time of when it would work once. And then after it's over, it's over. And then it'll be non-existent until the shit happens again. And we'll be trying to do the same thing again. I mean, think about it. Look how long we've been. This has been ongoing since. That's what I'm saying. When George Floyd, when that stuff happened with George Floyd happened, I'm not saying that people didn't stop doing protests, and I'm not saying that people didn't stop signing petitions. But the fight for it died down. Did or did it not? And you don't see people talk about it. People talk about it. But it died down. And it's not. And then now, this whole thing happened with Jacob Blake, and now we're talking about it again. And what's gonna happen is we're gonna people are gonna make a big deal about it, like NBA players not playing sports, athletes not playing sports, people are gonna go out and petition in March. And then after whatever happens, like I already told my yeah, family the next thing. Where where they're not gonna get the full justice that that, that God deserves. They're not. Um it's just it's just a fact. What's gonna happen is that cop might get arrested. Or I I feel like he's 100% going to get arrested because the feds are investigating. He's going to get arrested unless they pull some weird-ass story out of nowhere. Um, they're going to do a little bit of a trial. He's going to get out. The department's going to fire him. And they're going to give Jacob Blake and his family millions of dollars and act like this shit never happened. And that's, like I said, that's not enough. If we want to be and equal... They mean, no. If we want to be equal... Fighting in a country, if we're trying to fight for equality in a country that doesn't give a fuck about us, there's only one thing to do, and it's either, well, there's two. Well, the first one is that we can leave and see if the country can figure the fuck out without us, because as you can see, they couldn't do any of the shit that's going on in the country without us. So we can either leave and let them figure it out on their own. And they'll think that this shit will work perfectly, but it definitely won't. Or we can go and band together and and take the shit over. Right? I, that's what I'm, I, that's all I'm saying, bro. Like yeah, I, we gotta I, take the shit over. Like, I I didn't mean to come here. I know I it's I didn't mean to do this to you guys and try to put you guys here and 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 make it seem like I'm just kind of talking to myself like I, I do want you guys to kind of bounce off of me but like i i don't see any other thing like what what we're going to do continue to com- peacefully protest yeah i mean think about it if you don't see any change going on you know you're going to get tired of it no matter how many times we're protesting no matter how many times we raise awareness people you know pay a blind eye they turn around you know they just end up ignoring whatever the they are right, not ignoring the situation but not ignoring the situation, but, you know, um, paying attention to it temporarily until 
something else comes up and then that's when everybody's distracted on that new trend what we want to see is we want to see the change that all right but we're we're gonna see this and this go on next time a cop does so and so to a you know person of color because like i i it could be, you know, person in general, but it's, it has to be specifics because those are the only people that really get it targeted. Yeah, other people of color, I mean, other people of different colors, skin tones get harassed and, you know, deal with the police Bro, as well. But Bro, like, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm talking down on issues that Hispanic people face or any people of other races face. Like, what the shit that ICE is doing, bro, is ridiculous. Yeah. All those kids and stuff like that. So, though, it's, a, it's a different issue. And I feel like they should be... I feel like we try to focus on different issues at one time, which is also a problem that our country has. But that's a conversation for another day. And I, I don't want to downplay, downplay that. Like I said, it's a completely different issue. But the issue when it comes to the blatant obvious murders and shootings and just poor treatment of black people where we just flat out say it because that's what it is yeah it's no and and the part about it that's so disrespectful on top of that is um how they like to portray black people at the end of the day you know what I mean? They try to research their whole lives. They try to dehumanize, like Jacob Blake. They're trying to dehumanize him by bringing up the case that has nothing to do with why that officer shot him. And they do it all the time. When Mike Brown was shot, they started to talk about how he was a thief. And they brought up a video of him allegedly robbing a store and tried to make it seem like that was the same day, but it wasn't. Wow, I didn't know about that, but I know that yeah. they they were they they always gotta shame the person, you know. After like you guys already killed them, you know why why do you have to do the unnecessary bashing at that point, bro? It, God God forbid something happened to me right now. I leave. I live in Jersey. We're in Yonkers, right? God forbid that I leave here right now and drive home and I get pulled over by a cop for no reason. He says my tail light is out. He said something along those lines, right? He pulls me over. And he gets to the car and sees that I'm a, a black, a young black kid. Not saying my car is fancy, but it's a decent car. You know what I mean? And he comes up to the window, and I've done literally nothing wrong my whole life. I've never been arrested. Uh, I barely have any tickets ever. I've literally ne- done nothing wrong my whole entire life. You you can ask anybody, and everybody knows me. I I've been in minimum of fights like. I've I've never done anything wrong. I'm almost close to being a perfect citizen, right? The only thing that I've done ever in my life was get kicked out of a high school because I didn't live in that district. And that was in high school. I'm now 26. Imagine what Karen would have said. <laughs> um... I'm now 26. That was high school. That was my junior year. So that I was, what, seven, 16, 17 when that investigation that they did started? If I get pulled over and the cop kills me, you know that's the story that they're going to bring up, right? 
Oh, of course, they're gonna mention. <laughs> there, they're gonna find nitpick you. There's nothing else that I've ever done wrong in my life outside of speeding tickets, and everybody gets speeding tickets. That is the story that they will pull up for me to try to make it seem like it makes sense why that happened. They will try to flip the story, and they'll try to say, "Oh, he was using taxpayer money." Although my aunt lived in New Rochelle and she was paying the taxes, but they're gonna try to say all these things about how I took advantage and that I did all these negative things and tried to pull up past tweets when I was in high school or middle school and tried to say that I still conform to those ideas and I'm not, I'm a different person. But that's what they would use against me. And that is exactly what happens. And that is where I am with this at this point. Like I said, I, I don't see anything happening different without an actual force of change not a de- a demand by posting it online um and i'm like i said i'm not downplaying anybody that does marches but marches and stuff like that it only gets you so far i feel like we have to be all on the same page with a march with these protests and fight for a little bit more than what it is that we're fighting for right now I, when I was younger, and you probably, you guys probably grew up the same way when we were younger, um, and your parents always told you, yo, if somebody hit you, you hit them back, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I grew up. My parents always told me, yo, if somebody hit you back, hit you, if somebody My hit fault. you, hit them back. And if they keep hitting you, you fuck that person up. <laughs> and you don't come home until you... And, Unless you won. That, that, those are the conversations that I had in my house. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have had those conversations, right? Of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> if they keep hitting you, you, keep, you fight back, yes. But don't, nah, don't, don't, lose, come home, don't, lose, don't come home and lose. <laughs> get up. If you lose, just keep getting up. And then the, the, at one point, you're going to either show so much courage that you won. And then you go home. You can't. Nah, you lose. You lose, but you know, <laughs> at least got a couple hits in. Yeah, you know, right, just right. get your hits in. Yeah, that's right. it. Like, take that. Oh, it wasn't like, damn, I can't come home. I lost my fucking bike. Oh, <laughs> shit, I can't go home. Nah, my house wasn't that drastic. But, <laughs> yeah, but what I'm, nah, but I understand what you're but saying. But what I'm saying nah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you were taught that if somebody wants to do something to you, whether they hit you or whatever. That you're told, don't let that happen, and hit them back. And I feel like that's the way that I see it. And that's why I said the thing about that cop deserves a bullet in his head. Because, or any cop that does those actions. Um, You ever see the video of the, like, the cop having a gun out? Uh, like, he had, a gun, he had his gun pulled out at some white guy. No, the like, same the, situation in yeah, a pickup truck. It was the, the same yeah. exact, bro. It was the same exact the situation. Guy, the white guy. It was a little like, bit different this private because property. This is private property. Yeah, it was a little bit different of a situation because with that video, um, I guess he was being pulled over or they followed them to the spot, whatever. But it's still the same situation. The guy was outside of the car. Yeah, came for in. ID. Yeah, but the old guy was the so ID. hostile. The the white guy is arguing with the cop. Unlike Jacob Blake, who was walking away from him, 
he was arguing with him. He opened his car door and got in his car. And he's arguing with him from his car. He had his gun drawn on him. That guy had his wife or girlfriend, whatever she was to him, and his kids in the back seat, you know? And the cop has the gun drawn. And I'm not trying to say that he should have shot him because obviously what we're trying to say is that he shouldn't have gotten shot. But it shows that you can take those precautions. Why is it my skin that it becomes a threat? Literally. I, I, I don't get it. So with that being said, I don't want to keep like rambling on on saying the same thing over and over again. Um, I was gonna say, um, but like, don't forget what I'm gonna say. Like, all I I just feel like it has to be come to that. That that's what it's come to. There there's nothing else that we can say. Species in protest. It works to an extent, but you have to go the next mile. They say if you want something done, you have to actually do it yourself. You can't wait for somebody else to do it for you. So wait, like, what what would you like to see? Like, what would I like change? To see? Yeah, like, what would you like to see instilled? Like, I, you want to go the extra mile? Like, what? Like, what I would like to see? Yeah, I would like to see people actually come together. And you ever seen a movie? <laughs> And I, I I relate stuff to movies all the time, but or a TV show when there's one person that has a solid concrete idea of what they want, and whether they're looked at as the villain or not in the show, but they have a solid idea of the change that they want, and then they get a group behind them, whether it's a military or whatever, and they try to peacefully talk their way through. And once the people that they're going against says no, they take it with force. Yeah. That's what I want to see happen. Every DC villain. Yeah, I was thinking about things the whole time. (laughs) That's exactly what I want to see happen. Doctor Doom. That makes sense? No, that makes sense. It sounds sounds wild, bro. But honestly, like I said, we're asking for change from people that don't care to make change. So what else do you do? We got to make change by force. My my biggest thing is um, like... We're millennials, and then after us is Generation um, Z, whatever, right? Um, and the people that are, like, basically on top are baby boomers and things like – and people like that. And it's like, how can you lead us or try to lead us in a way of um, – like, you try to lead us, like, young people like us or, like, millennials and Generation C, like – like people that grew up in a, in such a small world, in, in, a, in, like in a sense. Way of thought. Yeah. Like we have technology now that if we want to know how our friend in the Netherlands is doing, we could just actually just hit him up. Like, hey, it will be a quick phone call away, like saying, hey, what's up? How you doing? Just, just mind the time difference. That's all we have to do. Um. Everything is, we're in the digital age, so everything is being recorded. Everything is on things the size of our fist. Um, so, in a sense, like, you didn't grow up in that, and you grew up where all the, yes, there was bad things happening. I'm not going to ever doubt there was bad things happening, like the seven, the 60s, 70s, 80s, but even way before that, whatever. 
I'm not ever going to doubt that. But y'all wasn't truly able to record history at that point. Like, I have pictures and no one ever will be able to tell me that those pictures are fraud. Like, those are fake pictures. That would never be a big issue for me. Like, and now I, I go always show my children or, like, my like my future children, my future grandchildren. If I live to see my great-grandchildren that, too, I will always have those pictures showing them, like, listen, this was, this was what was happening. Like, this was the bad. Like, this was the bad that nobody wants to show you. This was the... This is was not in the history books. Like, um... We just have to, like... I feel like the people on top should not be there. Like I, like, I understand that with age comes wisdom and whatever, and that's why the president has to be older than 45 or they have to have a certain amount of years or whatever. But in my head is, like, shouldn't somebody... that I feel like that's why Obama worked for our generation, for instance, because he was the youngest president. So he was still tight. He was still kind of close to our age frame our age range where it's like he understands what's happening but then you look at people that are like 76 79 and they're running the, the country and you're like yo what like you're not for the people you're for your own agendas and you're for the big companies or you're for like i don't know if you're a republic that's how i feel but um like democrat I, I can't even say what it's like it's all the same. It's all this like exactly. It's all the same. Y'all all lob y'all go with the lobbyists and all that. Like to me personally, and that until until we find a way to take this is how I feel at least until we find a way to take um money out the equation, whereas like the government is funding your campaign. Okay, these are your two. Okay, here, the government is giving you this much money. No one else can give you more money than this. That's enough. This is your cap. Until we find that, like, that, or until we change that, we're always going to be run by big companies and things like that. Because we're not run by the president. We're run by the companies that he upholds to. Always remember that the lobbyists, the people that, Hey, I'll give you money if you get this bill passed. And then this is why we're getting sick, and we're no fine. We're not finding cures. This is why there's no um, universal health care, and there's this is why um, pharmaceutical companies make so much money, and COVID is being profitable and stuff like that. Not even COVID, just like any illnesses in America is being like profitable. It kind of sucks. Like to live in there, tie tie back together to, but um, this. it it kind of sucks that we live in a world that we can't be free, like if we can't be all equal, because of like the people running on top, and then they look at it, they they don't like in my head, they just don't care about us, like, and this is what's happening now. You're defending the the villains, you're defending the real criminals that hide behind something, a symbol. Like it kind of, it just sucks. Like, and I don't want to say much because it's like, it's like I'm tired of saying stuff. Like it's true. Like I'm tired of seeing all these tweets. I'm tired of seeing all these Instagram posts. And I understand it builds awareness, but it's like 
it's like a child whining all the time. And it's like, it's like a child whining for candy all the time. It's like, like, or like trying just to like get your attention all the time. Yes, you you got my attention. Yes, I already know what's happening. I don't live under a rock. It's like, it's like, if you want to use a baby analogy, it's like a baby that's hungry. And you do, or a, a, a baby that's hungry and you do everything else to the baby. You give them a toy. <clears throat> they might have you changed it. You might have they might have pooped or peed, so you change their diaper. They might be far away from stuff, so you put them closer. They might want to watch something on TV. You might think that they want to watch something on TV, so you put the TV on. You give them all the little stuff. And you do all the little problem. things, except for give them food, which is exactly what they want. It's all that they want is and, food, but you give them everything else. And like I, I said they gave a holiday. Get a month, some streets, a, yeah, some streets. I, and I understand, <laughs> I understand things don't some money. change. Some things don't change overnight. Like things do not change overnight. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But, it doesn't at all. But like we, it's possible to change. Like, come on, we have the we have the skills. I feel like <clears throat> we have put people in position of power that could help with that movement, but. You know, for whatever reasons, cases that we may not know of, they're, you know, it's getting prevented. But I do feel like with all the awareness that's going on and everything that's going on in the timely manner, because I feel like between George Floyd and this current situation, it happened pretty, you know, it was like a month or two months apart, right? I feel like the fact that we're getting back into it is good because it, it shows that the points that we were making earlier, these things, they try to give us these temporary satisfactions by giving us, you know, these avenues and these, you know, new rules and everything. But at the, at the end of the day, we just want that change. We want to see the reform from the system. And how long do we have to keep asking for that, for them to actually be like, all right, look, let's give them the type of change they want. Like, you know, let's hear them out. And it's just common shit. It's not like this is anything that we're asking that's fucking complicated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the we most... just want equality. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like we're asking for something that is complicated. The most complicated part about it is just changing a person. What you can't do, and it's yeah, you can't yeah. do, and that's why I said that you have to kind of do it by force. Because with force, what you would do is to the people that come that don't conform to the ideology that you're trying to go by. I'm not saying that you have to kill anybody that doesn't that doesn't conform to those ideas. But you what you do is you would punt you would banish them or get rid of get rid of them, whether you put them in jail, kick them out of the country, whatever it is that goes along those lines. That's how I see it. Is either you conform or you don't and peace out. I'm not saying take the Hitler approach where if you're not blonde with blue eyes, we, we're going to kill you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you guys you guys forget what I'm trying to say, right? No, yeah, yeah. Keep, I thought you were going to keep going. That's why I didn't. Yeah. So that's how I see it. That That's where um, I kind of wanted to, to go with that. And uh, yeah, I don't want to... Sp- 
spend too much more time on that. That was a very like deep topic, and I think that we kind of hit on. Yeah, it was heavy. You know, we want to see change, and um, they're gonna try to do everything but give us that change, essentially. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say <laughs> about that. Um. Well, we could say hopefully. We could we're alive to see the change. Hopefully, you know we gotta see some type of, you know, or at least the beginning of you know something. We don't wanna just be here, exist, and literally go away without having experienced anything. Like I read, um, well, it popped up on my uh, Twitter feed. Um, Bill Russell, when he was in the league, he did the same thing. He had to like sit out because of like social injustices, and. How long ago was he in the league? Like 50 years ago? And look. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember the exact number. No, nah, no, nah, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, no, no quarters, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, like 50 yeah, yeah. years or whatever. And look, he's still, he's seeing him, well, he he's seeing himself through us still. And it's like, yo, it's been 50 years and I'm still seeing it. So hopefully by the time we become of old age or is our time to go, we at least see some type of change going on already at that type of level. You know, that's the only thing we could hope for at this point. Staying positive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Stay positive. <laughs> twenty twenty worst worst year ever. So I don't care. Yeah, twenty twenty. I'm gonna give us like a, a a minute and a half break. I don't want to make this podcast episode too long. We're already about like fifty minutes. Um. So I'm gonna play like a minute and a half song. Uh. uh of our boy Teddy, uh, aka Sparks. Shout out to uh, the new project that came out about a week ago, I think that was. Um, so yeah, here's his song Go featuring Zay Body. Shout out to Zay. Yeah. 
I've just been posting stuff that's been getting me tight about it, not necessarily like, you know. Um, I haven't been trying to update the news. I've been trying to update the news. Yeah, no, I feel it. I feel you. It it becomes overbearing when you when you when you deal with it a too, lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, too much happened this year. Too. Um, the oh yeah. By the way, like I said before, that song was called "Go" by Sparks. Uh, featuring Zay Body. That's on uh, Sparks' new project, uh, short project. It's only 24 minutes. Uh, it's called Clear. And it's like eight tracks, right? Yeah. 24 um, minutes. 24 minutes. And it's clear when you spell clear. The, instead of using an E, it's a three. It's not that hard to find, guys. 24 minutes of your time. That song was... I, that's the song that I'm looking forward to. Um, I mean... Looking forward to more of... I, I can't say too much. I'm talking too much already. Um, So, on a positive note, not that it's extremely more positive, but it's a lot more lighter than that topic that we just had. Um, get Jump into some news that just happened. Uh, uh, it, is, it is good news for people of a creative stat, status or that want to be creative, like us doing a podcast. Um, somebody that I looked up to uh, with doing a podcast, uh, and that's Joe Budden. Uh, ironically, with us doing Just Talks, Danny, <laughs> I mean, Freddie, you're part of it now, too, but when Just Talks had first started, we were in school, and yep. it, was, it was a show. Um, and with the show uh, was the same time frame that Joe Budden started. He started the and Joe Budden podcast at the same time, so... Um, I, I didn't know that at the time. I didn't become a fan until after I graduated and uh, I, I was watching Everyday Struggle and stuff like that. So that's how I became a Joe Budden fan. Like I wasn't a Joe Budden fan from the day one of his podcast. I wasn't a Joe Budden music fan at all. Like I, I admit that he has some tough verses in Joe Can Rap, but I wasn't a fan of it, um, of all of it. So... Uh, Somebody as being a pioneer of podcasts and podcasting because, yes, it's been going on for a very long time and people know about it. But I feel like more people now, especially in people of our culture, you know, have started to pay more attention to his podcast and the things that Joe Budden has been doing. Um, so if you don't know, like I said, he has his own podcast called the Joe Budden Podcast that right now is exclusively on Spotify. But the news of it and why I'm bringing it up is because as of September 23rd, the Joe Budden Podcast will no longer be on Spotify exclusively. Joe said that he does not know where the podcast will be starting the following podcast after the 23rd, but the 23rd will be the last day that it will be available exclusively on Spotify. <clears throat> And the reason why it's a big deal is because Joe went into detail about the contract and how he felt like he was being mistreated and the people over at Spotify didn't really understand his craft and what him and the guys were trying to do with the podcast, which says a lot. You know what I mean? It, it shows like when you're a creative person, there's going to be people that might not fully understand what it is that you're trying to do and might not conform. They have an idea because they want to make money off of you and they see that they can make money off of you, but they don't know how. So, yeah, they don't see the, the creative's vision. Mm-hmm. So watching the, podcast, I mean, watching the podcast and listening to Joe talk about it, uh, he basically said that um, 
when he went and had that very first meeting in negotiation with Spotify, uh, they wanted to break into the podcast world, right? And uh, they had uh, an idea for to, for doing that. They wanted to use Joe, and they also wanted to bring in Amy Schumer. And if you know Amy Schumer, she's a comedian. She's a very successful comedian, whether you like her comedy or not, because I know a lot of people don't, but she's successful nonetheless. I feel like I know her, but I don't. Uh, hold on. I, I feel like she peaked a few years ago, like gonna, 2016. It's going to take work to go, to look up Amy Schumer, but if you see a picture of her, you know exactly who she is. Yeah. Google it. I don't know what movie. Um, no, nah, just look up uh, Amy what was Schumer. The, what was the movie? the movie, man. What was the movie with, with LeBron and John Cena? I know what movie you're talking about. Um, that's yeah, so no, random. No, 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 that, that, that no, was yeah. one of her movies. She's that was had, actually a good movie. She's had she's had other movies, but that was one. That was the first movie that comes off the top of my head because LeBron was in it. Um, but yeah, so they brought they brought them in, and the conversation was that Amy Schumer was going to be their front runner because she's Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Joe Budden is. Yes, he has a podcast that's thriving and becoming bigger, but Joe Budden was somebody that had a decent music career, but ever since his music career kind of just fallen flat to the general public, he was just kind of an old rapper. You know what I mean? So they had said in the meeting that all Spotify wanted to do was break the mold and get into podcasting because other platforms that stream podcasts had a bigger following and had people that were clicking on their apps first. That's even the same thing for us. Not that we're getting thousands of views the same way that they do, but like when I look at the analytics for our podcast and I see the clicks, more clicks come from Apple than any other platform that we're streaming on. Yeah, I... um. I listen through my to my podcast like through Apple. I don't I, I don't like Spotify. People, yeah, I'm not a fan of YouTube. Most people have iPhones, and if you have an iPhone, Apple Podcasts is already on. It's it's, yeah, it's one of the apps that's already on the on the on the and, and like YouTube. I feel like YouTube is better than Spotify too. And, and that's and those are apps that's been being used from the beginning of time. You're now trying to break people into. Yours, your an app, yep. you know, so that was the thing, and they were like, "Okay, I don't really follow Amy Schumer, so I don't know how her numbers and her 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 thing did." According to Joe, to him, it seemed like Amy Schumer dropped the ball. So they announced it. Here comes Joe Budden in the Joe Budden podcast coming around the corner. Episode one. This is how he explains it. Episode one, and I remember this because. I remember, and I was excited to see if there was going to be any change with Joe on Spotify as a person that listens to every episode. The very first episode, they always upload the podcast about like 6.30 in the morning every Wednesday. The first Wednesday, they don't upload at 6.30, which is the first day that they're on Spotify. They don't upload it. And Twitter... Is going nuts. That ass. <laughs> Twitter is going nuts. Yo, where's the podcast? Yeah, what the fuck is going on? They get thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands <laughs> of messages. And I said that like mad weird messages. And they get all these messages and they freak out and they're like, all right, we have to fix it. And that was when Spotify realized, had their first realization that the Joe Budden podcast is serious. 
that they need to really take their time and realize what they're doing and handle this a little bit better. But apparently they didn't. They kind of didn't care. And the story goes that they just weren't being treated fairly. They went from reporting recording one episode a week to recording two episodes a week because the Spotify asked them to. Um, and they asked for time off. Spotify said no. Bring the equipment with you. Stuff like that. They they just like didn't. Res- Spotify didn't really respect them. Yeah. And they saw that, and they were a little confused. But then they started to see that they were bringing up the numbers, and they had a new program, and they were spending money elsewhere. But they weren't spending the money on the podcast. Joe Budden's podcast became the number one podcast in podcast period. Not like hip-hop podcast. Not, you know what I mean? It, it was podcast, period. Joe Budden's podcast was the number one podcast. Joe Budden was doing other things. He was doing... I was number one. <laughs> he, he was number one. one. That's my Twitch. <laughs> That's a plug. Twitch stream. He was number one. He was underscore... Yeah. He was, uh, he was number underscore underscore one. <laughs> Um, Yo, Spongebob. The GOAT. <laughs> so he... Uh, so Joe Budden said that he was doing other things. His podcast is his main platform that people go to if they want to hear him talk. It might not only be because of him, it might be because of his co-host as well. But that's his main platform, right? And people were going to... He was making. He was doing other things. He was doing this thing called the pull up, mm-hmm. which you might have seen clips on Twitter and stuff like that when he's interviewed artists like oh, Wale, yeah. Big Sean. Like yeah. if you might have seen these, might not know what they were, but you've seen them on there. Because I know yeah, I'm not gonna say you guys like follow Joe Budden like I do, um, but he said that he was he had deals and partnerships and stuff like that, and he was making money. He did eight of those interviews. Mm-hmm. In those eight interviews. Eight interviews that he did as a collective, he made more than he made in his time at Spotify. Damn. He did Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, yeah, I remember He that. did X amount of episodes of Love and Hip Hop and made more money than he was making at Spotify. He was doing this other thing. Um, I forgot what it's called with Revolt because I was watching it beginning. State of the Culture. It's like another podcast, but it's like a TV show rather than a than a podcast. Mm-hmm. Was making more money with them than he was making on his podcast, and his podcast is his main avenue. So he was like, but he was trying to work out and get through his contract, and he was realizing that they just didn't respect him and didn't whatever. So. Instead of them coming and tried to talk about renegotiating a contract, which I'm, it wasn't clear if they actually tried to or not, but even if they were, Joe Biden basically said, fuck you guys. And now the podcast is no longer going to be exclusively on Spotify. I don't know how that works. Like, do they pull all those episodes off because they paid for them? So I don't, I, I said, I don't know how that works legally. I have no idea. But what I do know is that they will, they won't be on Spotify. I feel like at the end of the day, Spotify is making a mistake because I feel like it's going to, you know how it is when something's good is going to be in like everywhere. 
So I feel like that's what's gonna, you know, be the case with this. Somebody's gonna come everywhere is picking it up and it's on every blog. Somebody's gonna go and give Joe and them the bag. No, nah, no, nah, he he's getting a bag he's after gonna, September twenty third. That's gonna, official. Yeah, gonna, it's but, probably gonna be. I I it could be heart um heart. What is it? Heart radio. iHeart radio. iHeart. Yeah, it could be iHeart radio. I could say iHeart giving them the bag and just he, putting he, them. I anywhere. feel like he'd have to go somewhere that fits his. I don't give a fuck attitude, and he'll say whatever the fuck that comes to his mind. It has, I think, to, it has to I, but, fit that kind of vibe. But when it comes to podcasts, it be it becomes that vibe. Like you don't have to necessarily, because podcasts are not like it's not like radio. Yeah, you say whatever you want. Yeah, you say whatever you want. And um, I listen to a certain podcast. Um, I'm not gonna say the podcast name because I don't want to plug nobody right now. <laughs> um, but they they um, they be saying some crazy shit sometimes. I be like, oh shit, like you can say that, and then they're. Sponsored by iHeartRadio, like they are iHeartRadio podcast, and I was just like, I'd be like, okay, I I could see because I you know iHeartRadio owns a lot. They own I think what ninety seven point one. I think does it iHeart do uh the Breakfast Club? Yeah. Uh, so which which is the Breakfast Club? I can't always forget. Charlemagne. No, no, no. Like that's also that's one hundred five point one. That's Power. Um, Power one hundred five point one. Yeah. yeah. So like I could see them going, him going there. The only thing is that I feel like Breakfast Club and him are competition. It, it's it's a different. Well, he's also in competition with Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan's over at Spotify. I think so. He's in Spotify. I think so. Then yeah, he, I could see. Like I don't I don't think Apple is gonna give him a deal because anybody could post to Apple as long as they get approved. Well, it, it's it's a little bit different. It, the reason it, why the, the where the money comes from is being exclusive. It doesn't come from being on the platform. You get so so then so it's it like be, I only post here. So it's not because I can post it anywhere. So it's like Twitch and like Ninja could only play like if Ninja Ninja was a part of Twitch at one point, so he was only playing Twitch. Yeah, and he can't play anywhere else. He couldn't yeah. play YouTube and all that. It's so, like. Michael Jordan can play. If you're signed to Jordan, you can only wear Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. yeah, um, it's the same kind of thing. So I think his next move might just be Apple Podcasts because there's so many numbers. The only bad thing about it is the Android thing. Like people listen to their podcasts on Android. Nah, no, because that's it, a, it's it, a you app, could still, so you yeah, you can still get it on the Android. The yeah, yeah, you uh, can. I didn't know that. Yeah, you just have to download, the download the Apple music. Podcasts. Cue the music. The more you know. <laughs> um, I, I feel like it's just gonna depend. I I feel like they they're very very big on like black owned and stuff like that. So it could be if I don't know. Joe is very paying attention to things that he needs to be paying attention to. It could be like he, a partnership with Revolt because he already has a partnership with Revolt he and he works with them. Uh, he, he could. could. He could. He could very well start his own thing. Yeah, it's, no, it. there's no. Yeah, there's no nothing. There's there's no what's call it. He's built. He has like I said, number one podcast. He could very well do whatever and whatever he decides to do, his fans will follow. No, and I feel like whatever. Oh, my fault. Were you, no. Okay, and I feel like whatever avenue he does end up going, like whatever alternative he does end up making, I feel like. That is also gonna be its own little like wave for a little bit, like just because of he's announcing it and then all the hype that's gonna go on with it. So his last episode is on the twenty third. So by the thirtieth, everybody's gonna be you know anticipating like yo, 
you know, where's this going to be at? You know, what's going to happen to blah, 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 you know? So, and I feel like they also know they just haven't told us yet because they're yeah. still technically in the contract, so they can't. Uh, true. They probably they want to surprise us, maybe. He probably no, not knows. surprised. They just can't say nothing. Yeah, I feel like he knows, and he's making this suspenseful by saying, "I don't know," because he can't. He can say that I'm not going to be on it, and he probably told too much about why he's leaving. Um, because that's like it's still technically his job. Imagine talking bad about your job. Before you leave, like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's people do that all the in time front, in front of like yeah, people do do it, but it's in bad taste most of the time. And yeah. like so, you there's probably like official stuff that he can't say. So he might know. I like it could be title. I don't know what kind of thing that Ripple has. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't know what other streaming platforms that they can use, but they definitely will go to other streaming platform. As soon as possible, and yeah, people look for the Joe Budden podcast. So I'm interested to see what happens. But the reason why it's important to me is because it was to me it was one of the most important podcast episodes that Joe has ever done. Because what it does, it teaches you about knowing your worth. Yeah, it breaks if, it down. If, if it's you strip club analogy too, <laughs> you saw that. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had a strip club analogy. You should watch <laughs> it. You going to strip club? They tax you for everything. Yeah. Paper towels. So it teaches you to know your worth. If you know that you are able to bring in this following, you can bring in this X amount of money and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That don't let somebody take advantage of you or not pay you what you're worth. Walk away. They could be giving I've you been thinking money. That, uh, I've been thinking about that a lot, too. Lately, like, cause out of all out of all three of us, I feel like I have the most jobs. Like over time. Over time, yeah, over time, and like I'm about to start a new job Monday. Hey, shout out Danny! Yeah. New job, new flow. New job well, boys, same same company, just different position. Pretty cool. Um, man's high up. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, gotta wear a suit and tie. I I don't want to say much. He's got his suit and tie. Shit. I don't gotta wear a tie, but I gotta wear like you know a nice nice shirt and shit. But um, the YOLO. <laughs> I um, I think for myself, like I'm just like, I don't want to incriminate myself, but the what I'm. What wait, I'm gonna, wait, thread lightly. <laughs> yeah, tread, exactly. Tread like. I feel, like, I, feel, I feel like I feel like I'm worth more. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm worth more, bro. There's nothing wrong with saying it. You can yeah, say that's it. not incriminating, bro. What I you, thought you were gonna say like so wild nah, shit. I, bro. I was gonna talk about like, bro. I I work I, I work down in the Wall Street financial district area. What I've learned is that you can be blatantly obvious with people and talk about money, about what you think that you're worth. I had a, one of the guys that used to be one of the managers. Now, he's like he's like a higher up. He's one of the people that worked to start the company that I work for. Mm-hmm. And um, he like took a hiatus. He came back and he's like, if you don't feel that you are being treated the way that you should be and you feel like you can do more here, more somewhere else, then go. And he didn't say it in a negative way. He didn't say it in a way of like trying to be no, disrespectful. Just, he said that if that. you want to come and have a conversation with me and to know if you should be here or be somewhere else, 
I'll let you know. And I'll help you. He, I don't know if he will fully help you, but from what he said, he would help you find that next step I, of where to go. I met if it's not some, if it's not here, if here is not where it's meant to be, if you feel like you're worth more or you want to do something else that's better, like go back to school or something like that, where I'm not gonna let you stay here if that is your goal. I've met, um, I had met people like that. I, I have, I do not remember. I, if I had any employers like that, or every employer I feel like that I had was like, we could utilize you. We know you have so much potential, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. so I know my worth. Like, I know like I'm worth a lot. If I have a lot of potential and everybody, all my employers, I have not met one employer that has told me like your shit. Like all my employers says like, I, I got potential. My worth is a lot. Like saying, I know I work hard. Yeah, they they but, don't want to tell you that. St- they don't want to tell you that stuff because obviously they need employees to for stuff to work. You know what I mean? Um, for their stuff to flow, they yeah, they need course. you. But at the same time, you can't be scared to have that feeling. You have to be able to like a lot of t- a lot of times on like LinkedIn, like and then I'm after this I'm done. Um, a lot of times, and like LinkedIn, I log on to LinkedIn just because I get job notifications and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of people that I follow, they're like, they have their own company now and stuff like that. And they're like, they just say like, know your worth. Like, don't work under, if you feel like you could do this and you're getting paid $12 an hour, but it's actually a $20 an hour job. Why are you getting paid $12 an hour? To go to your boss. And if they say no, that's when you start looking for a new job. Yeah. You request to be somewhere completely different. You know what I mean? And that's the the beautiful thing about... I mean, that's everything in life, too. Know your worth is, a, is a everything it's a, in life. It's thing. a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could loop that back with what we were talking about earlier. Because <clears throat> with this whole reform thing... We know we deserve more. Feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like I like that. We know our worth. That's why we want. We've been fighting for it for so long. You know. I like that. I like how you tied that back together. Yeah, you know it's a loopy <laughs> thing. <laughs> Keep it loopy. <laughs> the wave, man. <laughs> the wave is here. <laughs> Silver surfing. Silver surfing in the flesh. Um. Nah, I I just I just like the idea. Um, I I didn't really want to talk about Joe Budden, and I gave the whole backstory about it, but I it wasn't to talk about him and what they plan on doing because regardless, Joe Budden and Maul, Rory Parks, they'll all be fine. It it was just to show that if you the thing that I took away from it the most was that if you are in the process of making something, so anybody, no matter who you are, or no matter what it is that you're doing. If you are creating something on your own, and this is what I got from it. If you're creating something on your own and you start to build a platform from it and you start to get a decent following of when you can make a lot of money from it, whatever it is, comedy, art, music, podcasts, if you create clothes, you know what I mean? If Whatever it is, if you start to make a following from it and you might not be making a lot of money right now from it but as soon as somebody goes to offer you money make sure that they one treat you the right way that's the biggest thing nobody ever wants to go and work somewhere whether they're getting money or accepting money at all nobody ever wants to accept it unless they're being treated the right way you know what i mean 
Yep. That's number one. And two, if they are treating you the right way or if they're not, at least make sure that they're paying you what you should be getting paid. Make sure. So, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. So, if it, like for us, for instance, we're doing this podcast and um, our following is slowly starting to grow and people were slowly starting to follow on with us, right? Let's say that we have one topic that's a little bit bigger than any topic that we ever talked about and it gets a lot more traction than we've ever gotten. You know what I mean? And then somebody approaches us and starts to talk to us about a deal about exclusively putting our podcast there. We have to, When we go into that meeting about how we want to move forward, yes, we all want to get some money. So I wouldn't... Yes, we lead with that. But we ask them about, like, how do we get treated? You ask them about how... What are our benefits? What are we getting out of this outside of just money? How much freedom do we have in this contract? Like, truly. Exactly. I, I understand we're exclusive, but, like, how much freedom do we have? Like, I want to go on vacation. Exactly. I can't record this. I'm not bringing my stuff. I have family. Even people that work <laughs> regular nine-to-five jobs get days where they can go and hang out with their family. You know yep. what I mean? You pay attention to stuff like that, and you don't let people tell you no or steer you away from that. That's how. That's what I took away from it, and I feel like that's what we all should take away from it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, that was a valid point though because um <clears throat> when it comes to those types of experiences or like those types of, like when you're hearing that type of information us as outsiders as us as us outsiders that you know that shit helps it, it puts us in a different position to like really understand what's going on with these you know the way these companies work and how these deals work out because what we know about certain signings, like when we hear so and so collabed or so and so got signed by this, we just know that they got signed. We literally don't know anything about contract details unless you know, oh, they made one hundred fifty, blah blah blah, off of this. That's not always the case. So, hearing and understanding, you know, how somebody like that in that position is handling something like that, it shows like, all right, but you know, it gives you a blueprint of what to do in order if you were in that same situation. Mm-hmm. All right, ready. I don't remember now. It was um. Would you rather get treated better and paid less, or paid more and treated worse? Just the opposite. More money. Shitty situation. Shitty situation. More money. I said it backwards, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I I'd rather have a better situation. Um, I was having this conversation with somebody before. Uh, for for a job and we were talking about it and knowing how the job treats um, its employees and it tries to act like it does a really good job of treating them with care um, and we talking about would we rather just leave and um, see ourselves somewhere else and I said that I'd rather go somewhere I'd rather take a pay cut and enjoy what I'm doing of course, obviously, like I was talking to somebody else, and obviously we want to get paid more, more money if we're leaving somewhere. We never want to take a pick up, but if you have to, and it's like you're getting, it's like you stay here and you still feel miserable every day. You wake up and you hate yourself for picking for waking up for this job every day, or do you go somewhere else where you 
actually enjoy going to work. You actually enjoy talking to whoever your coworkers are or your boss, and they actually do care about you. Yeah, you know, it makes a it makes a complete difference about your experience. I feel that because um, like. Like, I've been working overnight. Me and Chubbs have been working overnight. I've been working overnight this whole summer. And I've I actually, since I'm about to leave and everything, or just just move up in the position, I'm going yep. to get, get out of it. Um, Wait, we're recording, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> he was going. I didn't mean to make that like I nah, was I doing something. That. I was trying to make sure it was working. Um, But I... I actually feel like I'm miss this overnight job because I had the space. I had the the people I worked with weren't bad. The my night crew, my um night crew leader, I forgot how to say it. Um, the night chief. There you go. He wasn't bad at all. He always like made sure like, oh, you good? Like you could work. If you can't work, you know, you could go home. It's fine. It wasn't bad. Then he always going in late. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been going in late for like the last two weeks because it's just I it's just been hard to wake up. Like, no, yeah, that like I'll, take, I'll take a nap, a long ass nap, and I'll wake up and and, and plus I take the bus, so sure. I do not have a vehicle right now. So yeah, yeah, that's it. I just I just been wondering that, and you know I feel like I want to get into a new career. In, in the future, so I know I'm gonna have to take a pay cut. Mm. I feel like unless unless not necessarily a, a, yeah unless it's like like if you play your cards right exactly go in there and negotiate like we said know your worth go in there and um, I was having this conversation with Greg and not to get into what he's doing in life but he let's just say generally speaking he doesn't have all the quote unquote full certifications and stuff that he needs for his position, you know? Yeah. So he was talking about making, I'm throwing random numbers out there. Guys, don't go pocket watch my boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about making like when he has all those certifications, um, he should be making like $90,000, right? But he doesn't have them right now, but he's halfway there. He's close to it. So he said when he goes in there and starts to do the negotiation for a contract, he's going to be like, hey, I want at least 70. You know what I mean? Because as soon as I finish and I get the certification, because I'm going to do it, I'm going to I'm going to demand 80, 80, 85, work my way up to the 90. It might not be 90 overnight, but I'm going to work my way up to getting no, it. Yeah. The, the best advice I got ever from somebody was um, when you go to a job interview and they ask you how much you want to get paid, you don't tell them, like, minimum wage. You tell them, like, exactly how much. But, like, it can't be, you know, it can't be, like, crazy. Too extreme. Like, <laughs> nah. For that position, at least. Yeah, it got to be yeah. relative to that position. If like, you know that people, generally speaking, do make about that amount, you have to ask for something that might... Because remember, you are interviewing, you are going against other people. So you, that's it, true. Is a, it is a negotiation to make yourself better. So if you, if you might be more qualified, but if you're asking for way more than somebody that might be slightly less qualified than you... They get it. But they're asking for less money. They're going to hire that person. 
or unless they're willing to spend that money. But you, you, you have to have that idea in mind. But don't never sell yourself. Even though short, we're saying yeah. that, never sell yourself short. So yeah. And then you know, a lot of times they just they they won't cooperate with you to like that amount. Not all the time, and I'm not just saying. But sometimes they'll be like, okay, you know, we can't pay you that, but we could pay you close to that. And then over like a year, we'll pay you that. Or you'll have like uh, certain things like an incentives. incentives and stuff yeah. like that. So. And then that will equal the, what you want. But so, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. It's actually a shorter episode. Oh. Yeah. I didn't want to make it too long, especially because we started too late. But you got anything that you want to add? About before Jacob Blake prayers to him and his family. By the way, I don't think I said that, and I don't want to sound insensitive. Um, oh, but yeah, Chadwick, um, Chadwick, Jacob Blake, not Jacob Blake. Any oh. anybody that's going through any of those like certain situations like that at all, you know. But yeah, do you have anything else that you want to like a closing? Like, yeah, any, anything like. Um. No, nah, I feel like you guys were hitting that. You know, you guys were saying what you guys were saying. Um, I agreed with it. I didn't feel like I feel like if I added anything, it would have just been redundant. So, like yeah. repeating yourself. Yeah. So. so I feel like you guys touched it. Yeah, touched on those uh, topics really well. Yeah. <clears throat> any any like closing thought or anything like um, that? Even though this is like a shit year, like keep your head up high. Um, there's always. I said this to myself yesterday. I was a short story real quick. Looking for a desk for a minute. Um, I didn't want to. I wanted it for free or like just to pay a little bit less money. And I was gonna get it from IKEA, but I didn't have a ride to IKEA, and they didn't want to sh- deliver it. So, um, I found a desk in the street. Uh, somebody was throwing it out. I checked it, made sure it was fine. I disinfected it. I mean, you know, cleaned it with hot water. Um, that was a blessing in my head because it was free. And it's not a bad desk. And I was like, oh, wow. Um, so what I said during that whole walk, because I was on my way to work when I got, I found the desk and I had to carry it all the way back home. Um, Wait, you carried it from the spot to your job and then from your job to the no, crib? No, 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 oh. no, 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 You're bugging. I would have <laughs> left it there. I would have made my own debt. <laughs> um, Bro, I was about to say. No, Dave. he's on his way back from work. Oh, yeah. I, went, I walked to the bus stop. I Forgot my mask, couldn't get on the bus. Walked back, saw the desk, grabbed the desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that made more um, sense. <laughs> but what I was saying is, um, what I was with, um, God, God is great. God gives you trials, but He also gives you blessings, and they might, not, it may not scale, it may scale differently. Yep. But you gotta accept both for both and just keep living on, like, yep. because those blessings make you feel like God. No, yeah, you got, you got, oh, when you got, you know, exactly. when you've been asking for something and then you got it. Exactly. That yes. shit feels amazing. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Yes. But then you got to also remember through your trials, you have lessons that you learn your lessons. And True. You, you're like, oh my God, like, if I, if I didn't go through that trial. Shit. Yeah, like, if you ever fail, like, this is what I forgot. I don't know where I heard it from, but <clears throat> wherever, whenever you fail, it's not really like you failing because. At the end of the day, you're learning something that you wouldn't have learned if you, you know, didn't feel. So, well, imagine being right all the time. You know how boring it would be to be right all the time. I mean, yeah. isn't that an episode of like Fairly Odd Parents or something? Like, I feel like he wished to like always be right, and then he got bored of it. No, he wishes emotions away. Oh, oh yeah, yeah I remember that one too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. yeah, but that's a Jamani thing. No, I don't. I don't really got anything. No.
I also yeah. been listening to Mac a lot too, by the way. Who you? Yeah. Bro, oh, 2009 has been and Wings. Yo, Wings. If I do an out, if I do like, I would love. I think you know what could be a good job for me to be one of the people that work on like what the soundtrack for a movie would be. Like I think I'd do a really good. Yo, job. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I'm I'm a music producer. Yeah. It's a, I don't know a, what the. It's a soundtrack producer. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. If I, I feel like if I was in charge of being the person that like. Obviously not making music because I'm not a music artist, but if I was in charge of like coming up with the ideas of what a, a, a album should sound like for uh, for a movie, I think I would do a really good job. But the reason I say that is because you said Wings. I would use Wings as like an outro mm-hmm. for a movie, like when the credits are going up. Yeah. Wings would be perfect for that. <laughs> if it, for the right movie, not just any movie. No, no watch for, somebody for the right, take for the it. Race movie. I think the best. You heard? Huh? I said, now watch somebody take it. Yeah. <laughs> Wings is going to be in the movie 2021. Bro, bro. <laughs> Outro. Yo, I said that I wanted to do some. I, I'm going to show you this when it's over, but this is the last thing I'm going to say and I'm going to close it up. But I said that I wanted to do, and nobody take my fucking idea either. <laughs> I said, straight up. Hold on. I'm going to pause, pause this for a second. I said that I wanted to take this song, slow it down. And make it into a scary movie because it already oh, sounds yeah, scary. Okay. I remember you I, telling me. I was me, telling yeah, you this when we were in Cali. Me, yeah. Bro, tell me this song doesn't already sound creepy. And then if you slowed it down and then added it to a scary movie, tell me this wouldn't be crazy, bro. Just the, but not the actual song. Not the actual song, but you, I mean, you can yeah. use the song too, but like that part right there, bro. It's mad creepy. Like you slow this down. Yeah, if you slow it down. Old. Yeah, if you slow it down. Old, I, I see. I see what you're talking you about. Vision? Yeah, I see, see what you're talking about. Yeah. Because yo, um, what's this dude's name? The dude that 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 made Candyman, Jordan Peele. Don't let Jordan Peele hear this, cause bro, that that nigga will take that shit and bro, make that shit mad creepy. That for, I got five on it. I got five. Yo, that song. Yo, everybody I got five thought it's not a scary song. It has nothing to do with. But it had that scary connotation. Yo, did it. That was that was uh, that was a masterpiece the way he was able to do it like that. Somebody tried to do it and they used this song, and they fucked fe- it up. They, uh. The movie trailer. I'm gonna show it to you if I can find it. The movie trailer doesn't look that good, so, um, yeah, I, I still have the <laughs> opportunity to do it if I ever go and do it. But that that's what I wanted to say. Yo, so soundcast producers, you know. Look up for my boy right here. I think that would be really the song, good. The, the Mac song that got me, like, I, I'm listening to OD right now. It's probably, um, and I have to look it up because, oh, it's, it's I was right. It's So It Goes. Nah, so, so It goes. goes is fire. Yeah. The I, whole, I, I swim, that one go. The whole oh, swimming uh, yeah, album that is fire. Album is, I, I, yeah, I, listened, fucked with. I listened to it, like, four times in a row at work. Just cause this is that fire, like it's like. Nah, it swimming just made is me, a good it, album. It, swimming, it, it got me out of slump for a little swimming bit. Swimming is a great album. If you guys haven't listened Yo, to Swimming, shout out. R. P. to Mac. Go listen to that. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Recipe Chad. Rest in peace. Uh, um. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about Kobe and Kobe Week and being Kobe's birthday. Happy birthday to Kobe. Rest in peace to the Mamba. Obviously, rest in peace, Gigi and everybody else that was on the helicopter. But it was Kobe Week. Uh, this actually this week that just ended was. Was yeah, Kobe it, week it was, for Nike? Well, it was Wednesday, right? Thursday. Um, the whole week. Well, his Kobe birthday was day, Wednesday, right? His birthday was Sunday, the twenty third. Uh-huh. Kobe Day is the twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Eight twenty four. Uh huh. Yeah. So the twenty fourth is this no, yeah, national Kobe Day now. Yeah. Um, and then they released like sneakers and stuff like that for Kobe. So just know, um, 
Yeah, that resale shit. And then this is my last shout out. This is happy birthday, happy birthday to our guy because it's twelve o'clock now. Happy birthday to our guy, Walter. Hey, <laughs> Wally. Shout out to you, boy. Uh, it's Wallace. about a, yeah, He's not gonna hear this. So shout out, Wally. Adrian's birthday was the other day. Happy birthday, Andwele. <laughs> and um, my, my uncle Mark, happy birthday. Shane? Cousin Sedina, happy birthday. This Sh- man's birthday. This Shane's man's birthday. birthday we'll be saying, saying happy birthday forever. Yeah, Shane's birthday is coming and up. Shane's, but she listens to our thing, so I want to say I don't think she makes it this far. But, <laughs> oh well. All right. <laughs> Shout out everybody's birthday coming up. Facts. That's what we're going to do at this point. So, thank yeah. you guys for listening and tuning in to another episode of Just Talks Podcast. I appreciate you guys all for listening and tuning in. Um, until next time. Raindrops falling on my brain, staying on track like I'm following a train, and I'm grinding like your teeth when you're angry. Go ahead, cry yourself to sleep. You a baby, just a bum, gotta hand you some change. Too smart, y'all can call me Andy Dufresne. Still got an inbox full of texting. Hoes tell me that I make a great first impression. Never stick around so they never learn a lesson. Hit it, then I'm Nick Cage going in 60 seconds. But you already know that pimpin'. Fish out of water, need to go back swimming. They trippin'. Every time I roll in, they dippin'. Cause my style dope. Call me Homer Simpson. In the sky like saying I'm fly. You a loser, make Griffin all family guy. Yeah. So lay back in your seat. With your feet up on your couch. Thanks for coming out. It's been good. It's been great. See you later. Time's running out. And y'all know what I'm about. Thanks for coming out. It's been good. It's been great. I appreciate your support. Rev, Mac Miller. This has been the highlight. Hey, yo. Q Cuff, Tree J, Big Will, Big Jar, Build a Kid, Tip the Ill Spin, Beanie, Franchise, Finish, Ghost Rider. JFK. I got all y'all, man. John Record. I see you. Sad Five. Uh, Gary Sheffield. <laughs> Bo Bang. Mom. Dad. My brother. Uh, Obama, Tom Hanks, Drew Tang, Eddie Harris, um, Taylor Alderdice, Benji, Artie, Josh, Genesis Magazine, ID Labs, and all y'all, man. Thanks for listening.